Okay, everyone. Thanks to our council members for that very cool reading and all of our recorders and idiot, uh, editors who pieced it together. Um, and welcome to our beautiful Christmas backdrop. Um, we're recording this on Thursday, so this will be uh, introduced tomorrow at Advent Fest when families can come take their pictures here in this beautiful setup. Uh, if you can't tell where we are at church, we're uh, kind of right over by the kitchen. So there's the fireplace kitchen, there's our cool lighting, the door, and we moved the couch over here. So it'll be fun for families to do that over here. But um, let's get into this week's sermon, Sing As Only You Can. Uh, so first think about concerts, the best concerts that you've been to. Are you concert people? Um, what kind of venues have you been at? What kind of artists? Have you heard what was the experience like? Um, you know, some artists really have to be heard live to do justice. Um, the first concert I ever went to was Jack Johnson at the Gorge, which is an outdoor amphitheater in eastern Washington. Very, very cool. That was when I was in high school. Our first concert in Wisconsin was Indigo Girls at Summerfest, which made my moms extremely proud, of course. Uh, we also went to Gordon Lightfoot, where we were probably dropped the average age of attendance uh, by like 20 years when we showed up to that show. Can't believe that he was still playing at that point. Uh, rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. The Edmund Fitzgerald song is, is one of Andrew's favorites out there. Um, and I would love to hear what concerts you guys have been to and what they were like. Um, Milwaukee area is a great place for live music, of course. Um, and now I want you to think about uh, animals in your life um, that sing or make noise. Um, do you have any animals that make unusual noises? Did anyone else see the video at Halloween of someone who has uh, some kind of hound dog that makes this wailing, wailing <laughs> noise? And so for Halloween, they dress this dog up as, a, uh, as an ambulance, sorry, as an ambulance. And then um, they were their own siren and great video of this uh, hound howling away. Um, in their ambulance costume. It was awesome. Uh, we also, my grandma uh, on my mom's side, they had parrots. At least the one parrot I remember, they had one really old parrot, green parrot named Campy. Um, and Campy was like, rah, rah. Um, and, and Campy had a bit of a foul mouth. Um, so I, they were always really nervous when their priest came to visit that camp. Campy would have to be like put off in the garage or something when the priest came by for fear that Campy would say um, some, you know, something illicit uh, in the pastor's hearing and cast aspersions on the people who live in the house, which they didn't want. Um, and I wonder if you guys have heard uh, any unusual animal noises from your own lives. So there are about 5,400 animal species that make intentional, repeatable, musical vocalizations, which is to say, there's about 5,400 species that sing. Now, of those species that sing, the majority live in trees, obviously. A few live in the ocean. A very few live underground. There is only one singing species that lives on the ground. Do you, by any chance, know who that species would be? It would be us. Humans are the only species 
living on the ground that can sing. Um, the other cool thing about us humans, we are the only species that have a shared sense of rhythm. So whales can sing to each other and do, birds can sing next to each other and do, but only us humans can sing together. And when roomfuls of people sing at the same time, they start to breathe at the same time too. Um, and studies even show that their hearts start to beat at the same time. So that's pretty cool when you're at a concert and all of the fans are like singing along together with an artist that they all love. Everyone knows the words, a whole group, hearts beating as one through song. Uh, but when we sing in church, we make an even bigger claim than that. We say that when we sing, we become the body of the one to whom we sing. This week's gospel reading is called the mini apocalypse and for good reason. It says that there's suffering ahead for all of us and the heavens will be shaken and the sky literally will be falling down among us and it will be the end of everything we know. And you know what? Somehow that doesn't even sound that far-fetched this year with everything going on in the world. So this reading is at once this ominous promise that things are going to get really hard and the everlasting promise that in the midst of all that unraveling, God will be there always with us, always for us. So like almost everything in life can and will be taken away from us. Uh, but no matter what happens, nothing ever will take away that love. Love lasts forever. So this passage is cool um, because it is a reminder to us that when the road gets rough, God will do what God does, right? Um, but what about us? What should we do um, when things around us fall apart? Well... Think about the book of Acts. What do Paul and Silas do when they get thrown into prison and they're in handcuffs and they're in the stocks? They sing, right? And their singing actually creates a little holy earthquake of their own. And what's the result? Chains are broken, doors are open, and then the most unlikely group of former enemies, they all sit down together to a meal. We had a lot of deaths in our congregation this week people from our community, um, or parents and loved ones, spouses of our community, um, and we're feeling that. We're feeling that this week. Um, that's hard always. It's definitely hard around the holidays, and even people for whom those deaths are not recent, uh, I think are feeling that as we go into this holiday season. Um, and uh, thanks to the Hinkins family who gave me permission to share this story, but um, one person who passed away this past week was Jane, Jane Hinkins. Um, she was young. She was, I think she was 68. Um, and her and her husband have been coming here for years. Also really connected at their old church in Delafield. Um, and she got, she got diagnosed with a really aggressive brain cancer. And the first diagnosis was just like in September. It was just a couple months ago. So it went really fast um, from thinking everything is fine. Um, to um, just before Thanksgiving, her not being responsive anymore. Um, so it went really fast, and then it kind of went really slow. Um, because after that, after they knew um, that this was going to be fatal and the treatment um, was not going to save her, and, uh, you know, she wasn't 
in a lot of ways she wasn't there anymore um wasn't awake wasn't responsive wasn't talking wasn't even really opening her eyes um and then it got that's when it got slow because um then they were in that state um for several days days and days and that's really hard uh, when families have said their goodbyes made hard decisions faced hard facts um, come to peace, done final prayers and done final blessings. Um, but then sometimes people are still here after that. And so then begins this kind of vigil of sitting and waiting and supporting this loved one um, through till they transition from this life. Um, and the Hinkins family was doing a really beautiful job of that. And when I went to visit them the last time, you know, that's an interesting place to be as a pastor because... We'd already done that kind of pastoral things. We'd done communion and final prayers and blessings. And so so we're just hanging out, right? We're just hanging out. Um, and I know they're in a tough place, and, and we don't really know what to do. Um, and then someone started singing. Just started singing a hymn. And her husband, Steve, kind of pops up. and like, hey, are you singing? Are you singing? Do you have a hymnal? Uh, here, let's pull out a hymnal. And it turns out I didn't know that Steve was in the choir at their old church for decades. Um, so the hospice place had a hymnal, Catholic hymnal. And and so he pulls it out and he starts flipping through the index. And um, his sister was in the room and he's like, hey, hey, Deb. Hey, you know some of these, right? Do you know this one? And Deb comes over and they both went to Catholic school growing up. So he's like, oh, man, I remember this song from back in the day. Um, and then uh, one of Jane's former colleagues stopped by, and she went to Lutheran school. Turns out she's got an incredible voice. Like, hey, Steve's like, hey, you want to sing with us? Come over, sing, and let's sing. Um, and then a little bit later, the hospice chaplain wanders in, and she's like, oh, are you guys singing? I'd like to sing with you. Um, and so pretty soon we had this whole group gathered around her bed, and and you know her husband was just flipping through the hymnal and. We're just finding one song, and then as we looked for that one, we'd find another one that he wanted to sing, and and that was it. Um, we sang together, and then she died about an hour later. Um, and I love that she went out uh, surrounded by song. So I guess what I want to say on this weekend, and um, particularly... You know, for those of us who are in worship this weekend, uh, this is our kind of our choir concert weekend. Um, the choir will be singing a bunch of beautiful pieces. Handbells will be ringing. They'll do a joint piece. Um, so thinking of that context, but also thinking of all of us um, and how big of a part singing plays in our worship and how much I missed it during COVID. Right, like on a normal week, I don't really think about the fact that we sing in church. We just sing in church because we sing in church. But when music was gone, when communal music was gone from our lives in COVID, I felt that absence more than almost anything else. Um, so as I think about all the singing that happens here always and happens especially this week, and as I think about this gospel passage and its promise that's very believable right now, um, that there's hard times ahead. Uh, here's, here's what I want to say to you all. Here's what I want to say. Um, friends, 
when we don't know what else to do, may we sing. And as we sing, may we become the very best of who Jesus is for us. Light in the darkness, servants of all, beloved children of God. It's almost Christmas, friends. Hark, he is near. The first Noel. The weary world rejoices. Here comes the dawn of redeeming grace. Peace on earth, goodwill to all. Oh, come, let us adore him. Sing, people. Sing as only you can. Amen.